Are menthol cigarettes flavored or do they merely include a synthetic coolant? This is the debate raging in California as the state attempts to enforce its new ban on tobacco flavors amid a fear of a rise in youth smoking and vaping. Whether the state can go after stores that are continuing to market minty smokes may hinge on whether replacing actual menthol with chemicals gets tobacco companies off the hook. This is Pulse Check. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Moderna has announced that its updated COVID-19 vaccine will have a list price ranging from $110 to $130 per shot. Moderna's chief commercial officer has said that the company will offer some discounts, including to government agencies and commercial insurers. The FDA's Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee is set to discuss recommendations for updated COVID-19 vaccines for the fall-winter vaccination campaign on June 15th. HHS's inspector general reported this week that therapists have improperly billed Medicare to the tune of $580 million. Problems pervaded both telehealth and in-person services, the watchdog found, but were slightly more common in online therapy. The findings may impact how Congress regulates telehealth policy and could also prompt tougher oversight from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. And a multi-million dollar campaign to enshrine abortion rights in Florida's constitution is underway. Megan Messerly explains how Planned Parenthood is spearheading the effort and what this could mean for the 2024 presidential campaign. Thanks for having me. So we've both been reporting on these nascent abortion ballot fights. We have things moving forward in Ohio, Missouri, and South Dakota. But your new report says we need to add another state to the list. What's going on? Abortion rights groups are launching a new campaign in Florida to protect the right to abortion up until viability. So that would be an amendment to Florida's constitution. They're just getting this effort underway. It's monumental undertaking in Florida, not just because it is a giant state with a lot of people and a lot of signatures required, but the state has a notoriously onerous ballot measure process. But at the same time, abortion rights groups backing the measure which include Planned Parenthood, ACLU of Florida, Florida Rising, and Women's Voices of Southwest Florida. I mean, they really see a need for this, you know, not only because the state currently prohibits abortions after about 15 weeks of pregnancy, but the legislature also recently passed and Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that will ban abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy. And as you and I know, that's really important for the state because Florida has become haven for abortion access in the South. And so, you know, advocates pushing for this measure really see it as a way to not only restore access for Floridians, but for folks in the South more broadly. And you mentioned that the proposal would legalize abortion up to the point of viability. We've reported that that's been a big fight among abortion rights advocates in other states. What's your sense of why that's the model Florida advocates are pushing? It's really interesting. I mean, talking to advocates, I think a lot of their focus has honestly just been sort of about the intricacies of the wording. And they're like, we just need to get this on the ballot because it is such a difficult process. This has to make its way through the Florida Supreme Court. There's a review that happens after 25% of the signatures required are collected. And so that's what they say in response. But also broadly, when we look at the polling on this, and they're making this in their argument as well, really want to make this pitch that it's about reproductive freedom, that this is a decision that 
that should be made between a patient and their doctor. But they're saying that essentially we're going to do that by saying we are allowing abortion up until viability. And viability is defined by the patient's medical provider. So they essentially make the argument that I think we've seen in other states, which is that even though the word viability is in the bill text, like this still is leaving a decision to, you know, patients and their medical providers. But also broadly, I think when you look at polling, the data shows that people support some level of restrictions on abortion. So viability may be a more comfortable word for folks than not seeing any time limit or any wording in a ballot measure to that effect. It's already going to be such a fight. And so it sounds like they want to put something forward. They're confident will pass. In terms of it being such a fight, a lot of states are putting up additional barriers to getting abortion on the ballot, especially after so many states were successful in passing abortion rights measures or defeating anti-abortion measures on ballots last year. What are the hurdles facing Floridians who want to put this before voters? To start with, like I mentioned, there's this initial batch of signatures that's required. After that initial batch is submitted, the Florida Supreme Court essentially has to undertake a review of the ballot measure and the ballot summary. They have to determine whether the language of the ballot summary is misleading, whether the ballot measure itself is just only tackles a single subject, and make sure that the measure on its face does not violate the the U.S. Constitution. The big thing here is advocates are working that the Florida Supreme Court, which, you know, has a conservative majority, is going to be looking for any reason to throw this proposal out. The court has shown itself very willing to do that. Folks who've been trying to push a marijuana ballot measure on the ballot have had their effort thrown out twice already. So it's not crazy to think that this would happen. And I think it's really interesting to try to avoid that. The groups pushing this, the ballot summary is identical to the ballot measure text. And they're thinking, you know, if two things are identical, it can't be misleading. So they're really anticipating that Republicans whether Governor Ron DeSantis, whether the legislature, whether the Florida Supreme Court will be looking for any opportunity to keep this from getting on the ballot. But even say the Florida Supreme Court says, yes, this can move forward, they still have to collect 890,000 signatures, the requirement in Florida. Obviously, it's a big state. There's a requirement that those be collected in basically just collect them in blue counties. You have to collect them across the state. And so there's some challenges there with collecting signatures from more conservative counties. Even if you get through all of that, the signatures are accepted and this gets on the ballot. In Florida, it takes a 60% vote to amend the state constitution. And that's a pretty big threshold. Groups that feel confident about getting a simple majority, you know, 60% is just 10% more, right? It makes it just that much harder to get it across the finish line. Those are all the bigger riggers we know of right now. Lawmakers could come back in a special session and they could pass additional restrictions on the ballot measure process. If anything, I think Florida Republicans have proven that they're extremely creative. And so I think advocates pushing for this measure are preparing for anything to happen. And it sounds like the thinking is even if this doesn't pass or can't even make it to the ballot, at least waging this fight could serve a political purpose. He signed his most recent abortion restriction law in the dead of night in a non-public forum. This is clearly a tough topic he could face if he decides to run for president. I think if you talk to these groups, they'll say this is a policy fight. It's not a political fight. But, you know, we've seen Democrats, especially in the wake of last year's election and how successful talking about the abortion issue was for them, look at any opportunity to talk about this. So clearly they still believe this is a winning issue for them. So this is helpful for them to keep the conversation alive as it relates to Governor DeSantis and his, you know, would-be presidential campaign. This could drive the Democratic turnout. So there's certainly a lot of political implications for this ballot measure beyond 
beyond the policy. You know, I talked to some advocates who were outside the state house protesting, holding sort of vigils outside the legislature. They were telling me they really feel like this is a vindication. They feel like they've been playing defense for so long, and this is a chance for them to finally play offense on this issue. Well, please keep us updated on this as it moves forward, and great to have you on. Thanks again for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah and Annie Reese are our producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.